welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Brody Prudnick. He's the owner of Ray's Rub in Morgantown, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Montegalia County. But first, a little about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we set out to do was encourage and inspire our listeners with positive business stories from right here in the Mountain State. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes, and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people, quite frankly, never get to hear about. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here in West Virginia and build great companies and organizations right here in the Mountain State. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. Our guest once again is Mr. Brody Prudnick. He's the owner of Ray's Rub in Morgantown, West Virginia. Brody, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me today, Jim. It's uh, it's my first podcast, so hey. a little nervous, but really excited. And I love what you're doing here with Positively West Virginia. That's that's awesome. And uh, just to, to maybe calm your nerves a little bit, we've had a couple hundred episodes and we've not lost a patient yet. So I think you're you're going to be <laughs> just fine. You're going to be just fine. And like I said, I'm just uh, I'm just excited to have you on the on the podcast to share your story this week. For those of you who don't know. Brody Prudnick is, is the owner of Ray's, uh, Ray's Rub. It's a basically a company that specializes in wholesale and retail distribution of their widely recognized product, Ray's Rub. Brody spent his childhood in Charleston and graduated from Charleston Catholic High School. He has a bachelor's in marketing and an MBA from WVU back in 2016. Ray's Rub is only a little over two years old and in recent months has seen significant growth. I've heard a lot about Ray's Rub. Brody's goal is to build a nationally recognized brand with West Virginia roots, which is a pretty cool, simple mission. We invited Brody on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company he leads right here in West Virginia. Brody, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I just gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, Jim. So thank you very much. So really the, the seasoning, the blend itself is well over 15 years old. Um, that recipe originated through years and years of trial and error from my father, Ray Prudnick Jr. Um, he was the, the main chef. He was the one who loved to cook. Uh, growing up, I can remember numerous graduation parties and, and outings when my father would break out the spit pole. If those aren't from, if some of you aren't familiar with what <laughs> the spit pole is, it's two really long poles that cook over an open flame. So 
we had the ultimate setup and we could cook well over 50 chickens, some prime ribs. And so growing up, my brother and I used to, you know, tag along with my dad and help him out on those, those cooking excursions. So raise rub the recipe formed way back in 2005. And so really this business started two years ago, but the recipe has been around in my family for years. That's awesome. So, so you guys, uh, you really just started. The, so, uh, you started the company a, a couple of years ago, and really started selling this this product. Talk a little bit about how you got started. Uh, now, is this your full time job? Is this your side hustle? Talk a little bit about that, Brody. Yeah. So, um, two years ago, out of college, I jumped into the spirits business. I was a, a liquor distributor. So I wore Southern Glazers wine and spirits, really enjoyed the industry. Um, but in October with everything changing with COVID, our industry was, I don't want to say that it was down because the, the spirits business is never totally down, but traditionally it was down compared to previous years. Um, but I just didn't like where things were headed and it was a struggle and I wanted to pursue this. So actually in October, yes, I left for this and I left for some real estate that I, that I have and I'm working on now and trying to build that portfolio up as well. So yeah, right now I'm, I'm kind of on my own. I, I took a, a chance with this and um, kind of hammering down and see where I can go with it. I was able to save some money from the spirits business and step away, but it's not like it's unlimited. So yeah. there's, there's some uncertainty with what I'm doing, but I believe in the product and I believe in what I'm doing. Yeah. So that savings that you referred to, I call that your runway. You know, you have, you have a little bit of a runway, but it's not, uh, it's not a highway, right? No, not at all. <laughs> so, so talk a little bit about Ray's rub. Because, I, like I said, I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. What's your 30-second pitch for Raise Rub? In other words, what is it you tell people you do? Raise Rub is a great all-purpose seasoning, good on pork, chicken, fish, all different types of vegetables, really the whole gamut of food, and even eggs in the morning. It's It's funny. I have a lot of people that try it, and they love it on something as simple as eggs, and my mom even infuses butter with it oh. and puts it on bread. Awesome. I know that sounds a little extreme, but it really is one of those things that you can use on all different types of food. She's a very creative cook, so she comes up with a lot of great recipes. But Ray's Rub has anything from garlic and onion to paprika, thyme, rosemary. If I say any more, you might have half the recipe. <laughs> but it's one of those things that has so much flavor, 21 herbs and spices, wow. that it works well on just about everything. And what's really special about it and why I'm so proud of it is is not only is it delicious and it works on those things, but it's gluten-free, non-GMO. There's no sugar added or no sweeteners or anything like that. So it's about as clean as you can get a spice or seasoning. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, that's so important. Our, our, our diets today are just filled with all kinds of things we can't even pronounce. And, and for you to come up with a product like this is, is awesome. And of course, you know, Ray's Rub is just, I imagine, just part of your business because the, the name of the company officially is Ray's Seasonings, right? Which specializes in wholesale yep. and re- resale distribution of different products, I think, right? Is that, that's kind of the... the sp- that's that's where we're headed and yeah. that brings in a, a great topic here. So, yeah. you know, little startups, we run into trouble, right? So yep. originally, I could not get the RaysRub.com domain. This is... Uh, this is an interesting part of business with with the web these days so 
I had to go with raiseasonings.com, okay? And I'm actually phasing that out now because I was finally able to get the domain after this out 15 years. My father had a small uh, website, raiserecipes.net years ago that he just sold to friends and family locally uh, where they could just go online and place orders. And then I started a new LLC two years ago raise seasonings llc yeah but i'm trying not to confuse everyone with this because the <laughs> brand is raise rub yeah, raise yeah. rub is the brand <laughs> down the road the goal is to launch other products associated with the brand raise rub yeah that's that's super cool so so yeah. brody you um you got a degree in marketing which is i, I think is a, an advantage for business people business owners entrepreneurs because you you got to be able to market right and and then you got your mba from wvu uh, how yeah. how important uh, was your was that education in, in, in leading to where you're at right now? Oh, it, extremely important. You know, I know we're in a time frame now where people disagree with the whole <laughs> my age group sometimes questions. Do I go back to school and put that money into it? But, you know, more than anything, it, it shows you that you're capable of learning. You're capable of grasping new material and broadening your horizons yeah. to, to understand business and understand dip different topics that come up. Now don't think that because I got those that um, I'm boastful about it or I don't have to learn even more because I do. Every day new things come up, especially with technology and I have to go teach myself these things, the YouTube platforms, the Facebooks, Instagrams, running ads, all that type of stuff. So. And every day there's a new program out that you have to use. So no doubt the learning is never ending, right? Absolutely. I call it lifelong learning, you know, and that's, that's really what you got. to. Exactly. That's in my humble opinion. You have to have a commitment to that to be successful these days for sure. Absolutely. And probably throughout time, that's probably been true as well. Brody, what's one thing that you're most excited about for uh, raise rub right now? Jim, I would say the Amazon launch, we got a little publicity for that lately. And I know that's not necessarily localized West Virginia business, oh, but that's, yeah, when I yeah. say I, I care about West Virginia and I want to promote the state, I do, but I think I would be missing out and not trying to reach every opportunity if I didn't go after the world's largest retailer. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, that's, that's great. That gives us an opportunity um, with Raise Rub to really expand our reach. And then what I'll do and what I have started to do is once those funds kind of multiply from the online sales, I'm going <clears> to <throat> trickle back and put a little more emphasis here locally. Right now, uh, it's just me running the business with the help of my mother from time to time. She loves to be involved <laughs> and um, we'll That's go to great. some local shows and things like that where she'll help out and she'll help out with some some photos and different recipes for blogs. But trying to do that by myself, I'm getting to this point where if I do want to put more emphasis on local stores, I almost need another rep or someone to help me get around to the places to do it. So the yeah. way I have it set up now is uh, raiserub.com is where I send all my customers and I have wholesale pricing integrated through the website and I kind of keep it all in one big circle. And then the Amazon is uh, fulfillment by Amazon so I can ship them my product and, and manage the web pages and stuff, but they'll go ahead and ship it out there. So 
Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's working well. That, that's very cool. And, and honestly, Brody, I think that's awesome. You know, our show is called Positively West Virginia. And what we try to do is highlight entrepreneurs just like yourself who are taking a risk, who are stepping out and trying to create a, a great company right here in West Virginia. It doesn't mean you, all your sales has to happen in West Virginia. We realize you got to, yeah. I hope, I hope that your biggest you know, customer someday is China or whatever. I mean, who cares, right? Yeah. But uh, but you're you're based here in Morgantown, West Virginia, and I think that's awesome. I would like to explore that um, Amazon FBA. Uh, you refer to it as fulfillment by Amazon, but most yeah. folks call it FBA, right? And uh, yeah, talk a little bit about that experience and and how how long it took you to get your products listed on Amazon and going through the FBA process and and how sales are going right now and what that's meant to you yeah so uh, starting out I think it was back in November or December um, I had contemplated it for a while because I didn't quite understand all the fees and everything associated with Amazon and I didn't want to spread myself too thin up until that point, I had put a lot of effort into my Shopify is what I, I run everything through sure. raiserub.com. Um, but I think it's just building blocks, right? So I finally got to the point where I felt comfortable to go after Amazon and it was about a four month process by the time that, I'm not saying it'll take everyone that long, but because I was in the, the food category, um, it takes a little extra time to get your brand um, approved and the accounts set up Hmm. Um, it wasn't an exciting process. I'm not trying to deter anybody. I will, I want people to go after the platform, but it did take some time. There was some frustration. It's extremely challenging to talk to anybody on a phone. Everything is done through email. Um, it's, it's the epitome of technology. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's hard to get a hold of people. Um, but on a positive note, <laughs> there's a hundred million plus customers on Amazon that all of a sudden my product is in front of. Yeah. And of course they manage all that a little bit with the ads and, and some of that, but I have not run a single ad yet. And I've uh, quadrupled my sales over the website in the last two months. Wow. That's without awesome. a single ad. Congratulations. That's, that's, that's quite a feat. I, I'm looking over at the, of course, this is a live video. Uh, Liz Vitulo says, yay, Brody rubs, raise rub is awesome. <laughs> Liz is, uh, Liz is great. I love the MBA. She was, she was so great to me. And, uh, we even got to take a trip to Germany and, and learn some German business, but Liz, awesome. I'm thinking about you. You're always on my mind. And, uh, <laughs> I, I love all the people back there at WVU. That's great. And we have a, another uh, another person, uh, Linda Hess. She says, great sauce, ex exclamation point. So you got a couple fans out there uh, rooting for you, Brody. Uh, what's Thank you. Uh, so is, are you at this point in, in your uh, juncture of your, you know, the tenure of your company, are you a, a solopreneur right now? Do you have any employees? I have not. I've hired some independent contractors to yeah. to help me with certain things. Cool. Um, this is a great plug for some other West Virginia businesses. But uh, Social B Media, Katie Willard, is uh, someone who helped me with social media for a period of time. We're we're kind of in and out. Um, I, I will team back up with her in a little bit. But I moved some of my. Uh, I guess, marketing budget over to Amazon right now, because I saw I, it's trial and error, right? I saw the opportunity there and uh, there's a lot of growth. So rather than the Facebook, Instagram, you know, heavy on the ads and stuff like that there, I've moved some of that over to Amazon. So, but Katie's been great. I love working with her. Um, 
Parker, uh, P Shep Media, Parker Shepard has uh, just kind of teamed up with me on some projects here and there. So he, he does great content for anyone that's, you know, looking for photography, videography. Um, and he's a great guy. He's at WVU as well. So cool. I, I pay him for some uh, photography and things like that to help me out here and there. But yeah, for the most part, it's it's been me. And um, it's tricky at times. I'm ready to hire someone, but I'm just getting to that point now where I feel comfortable to do that. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, you know, that's a... Uh that's part of the journey of entrepreneurship is is understanding that sometimes you're you're alone and then sometimes you're leading a team. But regardless, exactly. you still got to lead. You got to lead yourself. You got to lead uh, your vendors, your contractors, and, and whatnot. What's Brody? Where where are your customers coming from primarily? With especially with this this addition to um, to the Amazon FBA platform, where are your customers coming from? obviously heavy in Appalachia, right? We've got a lot of them tied back to my father originally too, that tried this recipe 15 years ago that loved it. So uh, a lot of customers there, but West Virginia, PA, um, really all over the country, New York, Florida, Hmm. I'm getting a lot of orders from Texas and Arizona now and New Mexico. So there's not really one particular state that is uh, Hmm. the state. Um, It's really all over the US Yeah, and um, I, I get a lot of people off Facebook and, and some Instagram, and then now Amazon, just general searches on there are, are find and raise rub. And again, there's something on Amazon called uh, PPC ads. So the pay-per-click, it's a, you know, just part of business learning all these things. Yep. And it's, you know, the, they'll filter you out. If you're not spending a little money on ads, they're not necessarily going to let you appear to as many people as you can. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm working on now, a big project mm-hmm. there to start opening up to that 100 million customers. Yeah. But we have done well on there without even reaching a portion of that. What yet. do you so think? I'm the, really excited yeah, yeah, what do you think the key is for that? The key for the the ads or no, to be just, successful to, on to Amazon? Getting, to, yeah, to being successful this this quickly out of the chute. Yeah, um, just a good quality product and a lot of great people. Um, you know, up until I actually sent the product to Amazon, every order that I shipped out, I tried to have a handwritten note. You know, I, I try to keep that small business feel. Yeah. And I can't really do that totally with Amazon, but I still ship from my website and I still take care of the wholesale customers. So I, I just want it to feel like a family brand, you know? it's what it is. It's how it started. And it's a West Virginia brand. Anybody in this state that wants to tie themselves to raise rub, I'm for it. I'm here. I want you to be part of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I just, uh, I pulled up, uh, your, your product listing there on Amazon, you've got uh, 11 five-star ratings, 11 ratings and are yeah. all five stars. So that, that's a big help, right? Getting those positive yeah. reviews is, is in, 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 uh, and that kind of thing. It's word of mouth on steroids, as we always like to say, but that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I had a, uh, years ago, Brody, just a, as a side note, I had a, a small FBA business that we set up with a, a, a a, basically a private label company uh, doing yeah. some really cool stuff and it was neat to watch those sales roll in you know so I, uh, I'm right Absolutely. there I'm right there with you and I can definitely appreciate where you're coming from Brody you've had this company for a couple of years what would you say has been your best business moment since you've been in business well back to uh, back to Amazon when you put all this work in mm. and uh, 
the sales, obviously around the holidays, you have a lot of big sales coming in and people are talking about it and you're, you're running little promos online and you're getting a lot of business, but just organically to launch on that platform. And then mm. everybody got so excited and we're telling other people and the word of mouth, like you said, is huge for Raise Rub. And it was just a really big hit and it continues to be so. And, and I'm so excited because I think that that opens up I truly believe that that's going to open up the opportunity to do what I want here locally too, because I'll have over time, I'll build up those funds and then I can really reinvest in the local community here. I know it's a little backwards than the olden days, right? Where you would start out at one store, go to two, then you're in five and 10 and you build up the, the capital that way. But if you think about it, I'm kind of doing it in reverse because it's what I'm able to manage as a, you know, a solo entrepreneur right now. But sure. once I can bring in the funds that I need to with Amazon, I, I reinvest here locally. Um, and I really like the way this is headed so far. Yeah. Well, how do you differentiate yourself from the, the other spice companies out there, the other meat rubs, if you will? How do you differentiate yourself? I think that um, we always play the the gourmet seasoning, the non-GMO, the gluten-free, the health product side. Um, but then it is more of an all-purpose blend. So we always talk about vegetables. I try to push the the vegetable blends as much as I can because this is really a fantastic product on vegetables. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm a big meat eater, but it's great on tofu. So <laughs> if anybody wants to try some tofu with raised rub, it really does work on everything. But I do play this more of a legacy brand as well. I love to tell my father's story whenever I can. Um, I, I just talk about how, how great of a, a man he was and the reason I'm even doing this is because of him. It, it just kind of happened, right? I didn't necessarily yeah. pick Ray's Rub, but when I lost my father two years ago, um, obviously I, I started the business around that time and uh, it just felt right. Yeah, it's pretty cool, a pretty cool story. And I love the, like you called it, the, the legacy brand and, and doing something yeah. to honor, honor your dad. That, that's pretty awesome as well. I want to use the flip side of the question I asked a few seconds ago. Which, what's your worst business moment so far? Tell us that story. Oh, man. Uh, I don't really want to. But <laughs> <laughs> when you get involved in all this social media and online marketing, the hardest part is to know who is legitimate and who's not. Mm -hmm. um, I spent a pretty good chunk of money after someone with around a million followers on Instagram and he did everything he was supposed to, except I don't think he was uh, as truthful about the views that I would get. So I didn't even get, you know, a 5% return on the funds that I sent for this. And it's all just tri trial and error. You know, it, it's a marketing expense that went south, but yeah. that one bummed me out a little bit, but yeah. I also learned a great deal it, from it. Brody, so others others may be able to learn from that experience. You know, so you're talking about a, a social media influencer and how does that, yes. how does that work? They, they connect with you, you connect with them. How, how, how does that, how does that whole thing go about for those who don't know? Yeah, this is, this is a pretty cool little topic, but every day we're all hitting the face with all these influencers out there with right. thousands and thousands of followers. But uh, I'm not going to name particular names, but yeah, sure. this one particular influencer, uh, he cooks all the time with all different types of products. And he had, again, around a million followers. And basically, I, I sent a direct message or he had a little tag up there that said, for business inquiries, 
send a uh, email. And so I did and we reached out and we had several phone calls and he told me how many people were watching his videos and, and how the whole process was going to go. Um, we ended up agreeing to do a, a deal. Uh, he sent the invoice. I paid it. He did the video exactly how he was supposed to. It's just, I did not get a quarter of the viewership that I was promised, you know, and yeah. I don't think there's always a guarantee that that's going to happen the way it is. Maybe that wasn't his intention. Mm. I don't necessarily think he lied to me. It's just how everything played out. Right. Yeah. So you have to be careful with that stuff sometimes. Yeah, no, no doubt, and it's and it's a uh, it's a new frontier to be truthful with you. I mean, a lot of the stuff is is you know it is kind of you know uh, trial and error. You know, you gotta you gotta try some things and see if it works and see if it doesn't. I mean, that's a that's a really cool um, you know for you to share that. It's a pretty cool learning experience for a lot of us just to be able to hear. You know, hey, it's not all that it's cracked up to be normally or you know usually. Uh, but yeah, I think that's that, that's that's yeah. a great a great opportunity to have a takeaway from that uh, that experience. What what did you learn from that? Really, to uh, obviously spread out my marketing technique across mm. a lot of different categories. But yeah. in particular, if we're still talking about social media, yeah. I would much rather invest in a group of influencers with uh, a much lesser following. Let's say anywhere from five to 10,000 uh, mm. followers or yeah. on Facebook, mm -hmm. maybe 50,000 likes. I don't really have a designated number for it, but yeah. somewhere in that area, a little bit smaller and more of them where they're gonna reach different sectors, right? Yeah. Because I went to one person with a huge following and just not as much, uh, not as much viewership as I thought. Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm working on a little presentation for social media actually tomorrow uh, with a group of group of colleagues of mine and uh you know one of the one of the things that i i say is you know you have to know your audience right so you have to know your audience and then you have to know your voice so you know not only who are you talking to but what are you saying to them and and not selling so much as educating and and also forming relationships it's not just about how many followers you have or how many likes you get it's really about what you do with those folks and how you engage with them, right? Developing relationships. I see it all the time. You probably see it too. Social media, you put something out there and somebody comments and, and you don't, you know, the brand doesn't respond. They don't reply. Yeah. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's social media. So it's almost like a form of personal networking and personal um, relationship, but it's done through the digital platform. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a great takeaway and great lesson. I want to, take a second here uh speaking of uh, of influencers and sponsors i want to take a, a second brody to mention our sponsors for positively west virginia and they include the state journal wvnews.com and interaction media the support we receive from these west virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of west virginia our guest once again today is brody prudnick uh, he's originally from Charleston, now lives in Morgantown. He's the owner of Ray's Rub. Brody, I want to get right back into it. What's the vision you have for for Ray's Rub, uh, your brand, long term? Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, cut it short here, man. I'm gonna say I want to be in every store, every grocery store in the United States. The biggest thing on Amazon. <laughs> I'm dreaming big here, right? But at the end of the day. I do tell people this, um, every day that someone new tries my father's old recipe is a win for me. 
So I don't always put these new numeric values on it every mm. day. Um, I, I don't put my head down when sales are tough one month. I, I truly believe that if someone new tried this product today, tomorrow, the next day, then it's successful to me. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. I appreciate your your heart on that statement. We have a uh, a person watching us on Facebook Live, and her name is Ashley Montgomery, and she says, Sir Yacht, have you ever heard of this person by chance, Brody? Sir Yacht? Sir Yacht. Y-A-C-H-T. I, I don't know. She says, Sir Yacht is the, exactly the type of social media influencer that you're describing. She wants to have him come to Lewis County in the fall. So maybe you guys can make a connection right there. We have to look him up. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, she tagged him in the post, so that's pretty cool. Okay. So, you, you know, we talked about about uh, social media. We talked about your vision. Uh, we talked a little bit about your marketing strategy. How do you attract new customers? In other words, how do, how do you get in front of them? Do you Is it they have to taste it first? Uh, you, you talked about going to some of these shows and things like that. Talk a little bit about how you bring new customers into the fold. Yeah, I think the the local shows are huge and we usually have uh, a solid performance there. Mm-hmm. But again, I that is probably where I'll invest some money here in the upcoming months. There's some summer shows I want to be at, but I, I definitely need some help with those, right? Are they like but, f- food shows or f- like fairs and festivals? What yeah, are they? Yeah, fairs, festivals, things like that. Okay. Um, I went to the Treasure Mountain Festival a few years ago. That was a big success. We did the Fairmont Market here late last year in October, and I had success there. Um I, I try to get to as many as I can, but you know, with some of the other things that I'm working on, it, it's not always uh, feasible with just me doing it, but I do want to add a few more this year. Um, that's always a big thing. Yeah, sampling, when, when someone tries chicken or pork or just anything we have to offer, they're usually, they're usually in, they love it. Mm. Um, that is one thing I'm confident with is the product itself is, it is a great product, it's quality, it's healthy, there's no, nothing artificial in it. So I'm, I'm just really confident in it. But yeah, to bring in new customers, it has to be uh, partially the, the flavor and the versatility of the rub. Yeah. But then there's this other pitch that I have that is the story of Ray's Rub too, and that will connect with some people. Absolutely, so, yeah. Have you ever, uh, yeah. have you tried it on uh, rainbow trout? I have, I have, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I actually, my best friend, one of my best friends, gosh, got a lot of great friends and I'm, I'm blessed with that. Um, one of my best friends, John Paul uh, Tupta, down in Charleston, we grew up hunting and fishing together. We used to go to the Holly River, West yeah, Virginia and trout fish. Yeah, Love that place. Well, we would catch fish and we would grill them right stream side in foil. Okay, so yeah. we'd skin the trout or fillet it. And then we would put a little piece of butter inside and then raise rub the outside of the trout, grill it in foil, maybe a little lemon pepper or a little lemon zest or whatever you have, but incredible. It always turned out incredible. And I've had a lot of trout with raise rub, a lot of salmon too. Awesome. We're we're about on the holly. Did you fish? We fished uh, the Laurel Fork and then in the state park all the way down to Pickens. 
So yeah, we fished a lot of those stuff. areas. Yeah, it's great, great stuff. Yeah, this is a prime, prime time uh, trout season right now, and the the streams are loaded, and the water's low, and wa- water's low and clear, but those fish are still catchable. So, yeah, I've got a couple rainbow trout in my refrigerator right now. So that's what I was wondering. There you go. <laughs> like Where's you, your favorite but, spot? Uh, oh, we like to go down to um, uh, the Glady Fork down in uh, Randolph County. We have a place down there. My wife's uh, family has, and man, that's just a beautiful stretch of uh, trout stream in, in Randolph County there. I love that place. But I like going, uh, going down to Burgoo and Webster County as well. Yeah. That's a, that's a good spot there also. Well, listen, well, I want to get back yeah. into this. You know, what's, you know, what's one of the biggest challenges you face, Brody, in, in growing your company right now? Two years in, you've got a vision, you've got a great product. What's one of the biggest challenges you face right now? You know, it, it's every small business I'm trying to do too much by myself. I'm, I'm trying to manage Instagram, Facebook, Amazon, uh, be at the local shows, um, manage inventory. There's a lot to do. And even with a business small like me, it's too it's almost too much for one person now. So take my advice, whoever else is watching this and think very early about finding help because that will propel you. Um, I'm on the verge of that. Like I said, I'm this thing's not going to fall apart because I don't want to hire somebody. I am trying to figure that out right now. But again, there's stepping stones and that's Mm. the direction I'm headed. But it's just a lot to manage. That's been the hardest thing. The product, great feedback. Um, It is growing. The ads are helping. The word of mouth is huge. Um, Just a lot of support from people that I've grown up with and um, just played sports with and everyone out there in West Virginia. Uh, I really sincerely appreciate everyone that, that cares about Ray's Rub and the story behind it. So that helps for yeah, sure. No doubt. What's one piece of advice you would give to uh, young people, uh, especially business owner, maybe starting out like yourself or a couple years in, or, or maybe uh, thinking about a, 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 an entrepreneurial venture? What's one piece of advice you would give them, Brody? Uh, it's ironic you asked this question because I haven't really announced it yet, but I'm working on a personal YouTube channel to talk about some of this and uh, really express myself in a different light that I don't get to do all the time. But it's take that first step. You know, it's it's stop being afraid. Go file the LLC. If you have the idea, go file the business and just start. Start mm-hmm. somewhere. I know that's cliche, but it's that simple mm-hmm. because once you do one thing, it leads to the next and then you're off. Yeah, that's that's a great uh, great piece of advice for sure. And you know, I, I, like I said um, many times on the show, it's it's pretty easy to start a company, right? You like you said, just go go start it, get get rolling. Now the 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 key then is how do you build something? You know, how do you build it? And that's the hard part, <laughs> as you know, Absolutely. as you're as you're into it. But I I, I agree with that. Get started, uh, take a step. Doesn't have to be a leap of faith. It can just be a step of faith, and that's uh, that's great advice. I appreciate that. Uh, what's one thing you do every day, Brody, that you think contributes to your success? Uh, you know what? I think a little a little meditation, a little um, goal setting, note keeping. I'm. <sighs> I won't use that term OCD, but I'm, I'm definitely one of those, but you, you really need to set the tone for your day. Hmm. Um, also 
I think fitness is that natural thing that I go do to clear my mind and then have focus on the digital stuff. You know, it is really hard to jump on Facebook or Instagram and spend hours trying to do all this social media type work for me to stare at a screen. I'm more of a physically apt, active person. So yeah, that, that consistent schedule every day mm. and uh, definitely planning, you know, planning your business, planning what needs done that week and trying to check things off the list. Yep. Absolutely. What's uh, what's one book or even a podcast potentially that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself? I think uh, back to my father. He always loved a book called Outliers by mm-hmm. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that book? Yeah, I actually heard him speak live a couple years ago. Man, Gladwell. great, yeah. great guy, awesome guy. Yeah. But uh, I think that that book stands out to me because it talks about you know, the 10,000 hours to be an expert. Um, there's, there's no way to ever overachieve or, you know, be an expert at something that you want to accomplish without putting in the time. Yeah. You know, you have to put in those hours of work. Yeah. Anyone who is extremely good at something didn't just fall into that. Maybe yeah. they had somewhat of the skill set to do it, but they had to put the time in and, and, um, perfect their craft. Absolutely. And, and, and even though we've been talking about the fact that your company is a little over two years old, you've been actually part of Ray's Rub for decades, right? Absolutely. You grew up around it. Yeah. So you're, you're a, uh, you're a subject matter expert, as they say, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Outliers has been recommended, but for those of you guys listening out there, every week we ask uh, our guests their book recommendation, and we have a whole list of those books where you can actually buy them with a simple click on Amazon uh, at uh, PositivelyWV.com. And just go to the resource section, and all those recommendations are there. And if, and if Outliers is not on that list, we'll make sure we get it added to the list. So thanks for that, Brody. Brody, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you'd like uh, our listeners to know about you or or your story? Yeah, you know, I think, again, I'm I'm so appreciative of the people in West Virginia. There's nothing more than I want to build a successful business right here and be recognized across the state and across the U.S. with this brand. Again, I'm a marketing guy, so building a brand is everything I've ever wanted to do in my life. And this isn't the first one I've tried and it won't be the last. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to see this through because of the importance to my family. But, um, if, if there's one thing I want to accomplish, it's to make this a recognizable brand, hire a bunch of West Virginians to help me, you know, in the future doing it and bring business back here to West Virginia and, and grow us a product that, you know, you can travel to any state, and buy it off the shelf and uh, feel proud of where it came from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Speaking of buying it off the shelf, uh, you know, just talking about this amazing spice rub uh, for, for all sorts of food, and including vegetables and vegetarian. You even mentioned tofu. Uh, but uh, where can, where can folk, po- ha, folks find this uh, raised rub product in West Virginia? Uh, is the website still accurate? Uh, the purple onion, eggplant, and slight indulgence? That's correct. And then yeah. we also have it here in Price Cutters in Morgantown now. So that was one of the new additions. And um, cool. the, the big barn store up in Periopolis, Periopolis, PA, there's there's a few places outside of the state as well. But That's cool. reach out to me, uh, support yeah. at raiserub.com, and uh, I will answer any questions to, to help you find the product. 
Um, and today, Jim, I wanted to do something special and uh, I'm gonna offer a discount code for oh, awesome. the future. Anyone is welcome to use this. There is no end date to this. It's just because I'm so thankful for you uh, having me on the show here. Sure. But all caps, positively West Virginia on raiserub.com. It'll be good for any size or anything. It's 30% off. Wow, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to have to get on there and order some because I haven't had it yet, and I hear all great things about it. So that's awesome. And, uh, of course, we have a link to your website on the show notes, and then uh, we'll put that in the show notes of the podcast, but it's also on the on the live feed right now. So folks can uh, click that and order if they want to and just pr- use that promo code, all caps, positively, WV. Yeah, and Brody's offering a 30% discount. So that's super cool. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Uh you know, Brody, I, I think just listening to your story, um, you know, I spent some time, time in uh, Charleston area when I was a young man, a teenager uh, in the Charleston area. I went to school in Kanawha County down there uh, for a couple of years, and we actually lived in Putnam County across right across the border there. Uh, but seeing your, your, your journey through uh, to WVU and getting your MBA and marketing degree and then um now setting up this company here in morgantown that's that's super cool man I, th- I just think what you're doing is really great and i just want to encourage you to keep up the great work thank you so much i uh i do think i'm i'm one of those new startups i got a long way to go and i will tell everyone that and i have so much to learn but uh i will keep doing it and i will keep plugging away and, and try to get to where i want to be Yeah, that's awesome. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like my new friend Brody Prudnick of Ray's Rub, our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And, of course, we appreciate your comments, encouragement, and reviews as well. And please, if you feel uh, up to it, share these stories on your social media channels as well. Help us to get the word out uh, about great people doing cool things like Brady, Brody Prudnick. And be sure to check out our weekly show. Uh, it's called The Small Business Mastermind every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help West Virginia small business leaders win. This week, uh, in honor of Memorial Day, we're going to be taking Friday off. We'll be back on the air with that show on June 4th. Positively, West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Hampton Hill, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.